some said they couldn't do it. Even more said they probably shouldn't. But here they are, bringing you another episode of the Happy Zen Podcast. Welcome your hosts, Adam and Matt. So far, so good. The dog is cooperating at staying in her bed. If you hear uh, clickety-clack as we go through this episode, in the background of my dog walking around on our floor down here, that's my dog. Get over it. Yes. The house is empty, and the dog doesn't like... She's like 80 years old in human years or older, so she doesn't want to be away from people. And I love her, so she can be here. And the rest of you that don't like this in the background, you can get over it if she happens to walk around but remember she's 80 something and i don't have the technical expertise to erase that from the yeah the individual the track, so clicks and uh there are carpets down here she avoids them when she walks and she's a basset hound so her claws hit everything mm-hmm. so you just have to deal with it okay yeah so with that introduction done <laughs> happy zen everybody yes welcome back to another episode of the happy zen podcast what are we just starting in October now. Yeah, as Kevin said, as Kevin Kevin Smith always says, it's been a minute. It's, it's been a minute. It's definitely, yeah. it's definitely been a minute since we've seen each other. We're clearly just as busy as he is, if not more so. I just feel like he makes more money when he's that busy. It's true. I literally put on Twitter the other day. I'm like, I just want a job where all I do is I find out about cool stuff, I share it with other people, and I talk to those people. So basically, a full time podcaster. We, we have that. We just don't get paid. That's right. I get to do that, but I have to do it not at my paid job. That's right. We do it in a way where it eats into our life and that's <laughs> outside sli- of work. And that slim chance that somebody from my actual employment hears this. I do not do any of this. This is entirely a side. I'd say a side hustle, but again, there's no money involved. Yeah, yeah You can't use the word hustle. It's a hobby. Yeah. It's a hustle that loses money, so that's, that's a, hobby. a hobby, yeah. It's 100% okay. a hobby. This is a hobby. Yep, 100%. All right. So, yes, it's been quite a while, but, uh, you know. But nothing's happened in the world, so it really doesn't matter. That's right. Nothing has happened at all. I only have a list of things that's happened. I- <laughs> oh, good. You made a list, because I really did make a list. And you, when you commented this week that you had time this week to get together, and I had time that matched, it was great. We had time to get together. We didn't have time to prepare. Yeah. We just had time to get together. So yep. we're winging it, more or less. <laughs> never more. done that Never done that before. <laughs> it's more. It's more. And we're. I'm a couple drinks in. Yeah. So well, that, we'll see how that goes. For you, the listener, we went ahead and drank first as opposed to drank during. Yeah. This might help. I'm going to record this assuming it's going to be released at some point. There's a chance we're just talking into an empty microphone, but we'll see. Also, this could be a short episode this way. It could be. Benefit. One of us could fall asleep. Not that that's ever happened. <laughs> Look, once, maybe twice. I, can't, I actually can't remember. <laughs> All right, let's go quickly uh, through some of this stuff. I'll, sure, we'll, we'll touch on one of the big things we talked about on the last episode, which has now completely come around and rectified itself. Was the Spider-Man stuff? Now, did you hear the same thing I saw, where Tom Holland has apparently completely interfered in this thing to get it done? I want you to explain this because I've seen the headlines and I don't I don't know the story. All, the, basically, the gist of it that I know is that it's now back on and there it's two pieces. Uh, Spider-Man, and they specifically said these this way. Spider-Man is back in the MCU and Marvel and Kevin Feige or whatever will produce at least one more Spider-Man movie. Specifically one more. Yeah. 
So it's it's two pieces. I guess there's a possibility where somehow they could work on Spider-Man, but he wouldn't be in the MCU or vice versa. But anyways, explain to me the Tom Holland thing because I did see the headlines, but I didn't read the story. It just I, I read a couple little things there. I'm not, I'm not going to source them because I possibly cannot remember at this moment. Time. This is all hearsay. Well, yeah. I mean, let's be fair. Instagram and Twitter, right? But um, the basic gist of it was that he stepped in with the sole purpose of just basically threatening like... I'm not going to do Spider-Man. And and if I do do Spider-Man, you're not going to be happy with how I'm doing Spider-Man. And there was like rumors that he was even like, I, you're not going to be happy with the condition I show up to do Spider-Man in. Like, I'm going to gain 100 pounds. amazing. Yeah, he <laughs> shows up and he's like huge and yeah. like drunk and he yeah. somehow has this beard. And you're yeah. like, What's I, 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 would, I would even just accept the fact that he shaved his head and got fat. Yeah. And then be like, good luck, boys. Make this look good. Um, but you know, there's another 500 million for the production cost of putting him back to the old. Tom well, Holland. and we saw how well removing someone's mustache is digitally. How well that goes? Holy God, that was on TV the other day, and just the beginning of it when they he, they show the video recording of Superman and oh, that digitally weird top lip thing. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, we talked about that. How really Tom Holland was the one that was gonna take the brunt of this like he's in this great position and now he's getting yeah. screwed over well, by and, and, and it, i'm glad he did because he was the the glimmer of hope that we would hold on to and enjoy no matter how he did spider-man but mm-hmm. we really would like to see it in the mcu and, and maybe he listened to the podcast david it but um and just commented to himself like i gotta fix this and so he stuck his neck out and said look i gotta fix this like you know, they really are hitching the wagon to the Spider-Man character for the next phase to be the replacement to Tony Stark as the, you know, the driving star through the, I think, through the MCU. He's going to be one of the main features anyways. And you you, you really, you can't miss with that because it's a good recipe and it's it's set for success. And he just decided that was enough was enough and, and put himself in there. And I'm glad he did that. I mean, that's a lot of class and character and that's him. I didn't see any regards to like the other sony characters like i didn't hear anything like i presume the venom thing is still sony specifically and i guess carnage and the way the way this looks um just from the background i've been doing on it you're we're getting one more spider-man which Mm -hmm. originally there was to be three anyways um he stays inside the mcu but the staying inside the mcu was the only one that didn't really have like a ending Whereas there was only one more of the Spider-Man trilogy. So right. what I'm wondering is have they figured out a way to say to themselves, okay, he's going to be in the universe here, but you can go have him in your films there. And why not? Yeah, I mean, I I think that maybe that might have been the piece that sucked the most was pulling Spider-Man out of the MCU. Yeah. I mean, yes. I could have lived without another Spider-Man movie. I hate to say that. Or even if there but. was one and it was only Sony specifically produced. Yeah. I think the, the problem was disconnecting him entirely from the MCU was probably... Yeah, we just we need him with the other characters. It's too weird. It works. Yeah. So, but yeah. anyways, happy days. We're back for now. Woo-woo. Until the next episode of the show where we might be having another conversation where Sony has imploded. It's true. Movie. I mean, Christ, things happen quicker than they should. Uh, what else do I have here on my little list of things? Ooh, 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 ooh. Friend of the podcast. I love saying that. Friend of the podcast, Jason Anarchy, has another Kickstarter project up that went up this last week. His latest drinking quest is called Drinking Quest Old Habits, <laughs> and it's based uh, 80s-themed D&D kind of look to it, everything like that. So that just went up uh, last week, and I think it's already funded. So that was kind of cool. That didn't take long. 
No, not at all. Uh, I have a question for you. But, but those those that are interested in this, though, go we will have links. Go check out his stuff. If you or want to Google search Kickstarter drinking quest. I'm you, sure you'll you find. You want it. to jump in there, get in there. Don't hesitate. It's true. I'm not. I'm not skipping past it because he doesn't need the help, even though he is funded. You know, they they will take more money. They always do. That's good. Uh, question for you as a comic book fan. This is sort of related, I suppose. Do you have any interest in the Joker movie? I do. But of course, like most of the public, I do after the absolute crazy buzz it had at all the film festivals. Mm-hmm. So my interest was sparked from people telling me or from the critics saying this was a revolutionary uh, superhero movie. Well, first of all, and, and, and then and people did correct themselves by not calling it a superhero movie and then backing it up to call it a comic film. Or then it was a revolutionary movie on a character based from comics, which that made me really excited because that I would like to go see. So like to the point that you'd see in the theater or are you just going to wait till it comes out on? If I had time, I would see it in the theater, yeah. but time just does not permit. So unfortunately, I'm just going to see it whenever I possibly can. Yeah. yeah. But but if I had the, the time, I would have already gone. Kind of mixed on it. I mean, I'm not a huge Joaquin Phoenix fan. Which sort of... I'm 50-50. I don't know. I can either love him or hate him in the things he's in. So it's... And then like the whole idea that they're saying that it's not based on any existing material, even though it clearly seems like it's based on... Um, oh, what's the the killing joke? Because that has his whole background on it and how he's a failed comedian and his home life is garbage and blah, blah, blah. And then it also kind of looks like the king of comedy which has robert de niro in it which he's in this movie as well so i don't know it it's interesting there's a lot of weird flack around the movie like good and bad so there's the positive reception it got at the film festivals but then there's like weird stuff like i don't know if you saw in like new york and maybe los angeles the military was going to be at the screenings over the weekend because they're worried that it will incite violence oh this is i this this this, I, this, I don't know if it's the connection with the guy who shot up the theater who had like a Joker connection. This this goes back to our absolute um, lack of faith in humanity. So that's I think it's a whole different issue. Yeah, it's a well, whole different issue. It's it's our culture of overthinking and over um, massaging everything we do. But at the same time, so, that's a whole different issue. That will probably bring more people. I yeah, would think. And it also could be a really cheap PR campaign. Yeah. So. Because I think people are going to be like, ooh, that sounds exciting. Or, you know, like teenagers and that'll be like, ooh, I'm going to go see that movie ooh, that my parents crazy. don't want me to go yeah, to yeah, or whatever. Just like the Blair Witch, all the kids were running in the woods. That like, really happened. I saw it. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. It's a real thing. Uh, okay. Uh, and then the other DC news I had, I don't know if you saw it or not, they had a trailer <laughs> for, uh, what? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Birds of Prey. Did you see that trailer? I didn't. No, no, I just saw I saw some stuff on Instagram today that showed Margot Robbie and a bunch of stuff with Harley Quinn with a hammer. So I, I assumed it was something to do with Birds of Prey, but yeah, and I don't. I'm. It doesn't sell it for me necessarily. My wife had a good point though. She's like, if it's gonna be called Birds of Prey, that should probably highlight the members of the Birds of Prey and not specifically Harley Quinn. They should have just made it honestly just a yeah. Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. I don't know why they decided to name it like that. Because if you see the trailer, unless it's just cut weird, which, hell, the Suicide Squad trailer gave us a completely different message. It seems like a Harley Quinn movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry. The trailer was <laughs> way better than the movie. Fuck yeah. The trailer um, won Oscar. Yeah. Because look at the story. It, it told us that didn't happen. Um, yeah. I, I agree. But, you know, it could be one of those things, too, where they're just using the uh, Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn hook uh, to make the trailer trend, to make sure people are seeing it, to make them want to come see the movie. And they get a chance now to introduce a bunch of new characters. Yeah. So, and definitely uh, the, one surprising. of the things that came out of Suicide Squad that was a highlight was her performance as oh, Harley Quinn. Well. So it, it, It's a good character. And yeah. if it's done well, it's 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 up there with the, the Batman and the Robins and, and the Joker that... If it's done well, it's a really damn good. Mm-hmm. It's a damn good character to run with, right? So it's got to be confusing though for people that don't know, really follow what's going on with the DC stuff. To be like, okay, there's a Joker movie that <laughs> did, and it wasn't that Jared Leto kid Joker. I just, I like, just, I just started thinking about the average, the average like new fan. Yeah, yeah. right. Just ignore the clacking in there, the background. There's the dog. Um, the average new fan who's like just been on the journey for the past. I don't know, 10 years. Let's say, let's say Marvel, right? And so they're like, they, they use Marvel as like the baseline. Yeah. And they looked at DC going, what the hell's going on? None of this stuff ties together. They just keep restarting. Every time I, I see the Joker, it's a different actor. Like yeah. what's happening? Like if you're a kid, like if you're in your teens now, like your kids, for example, I mean, you've probably given them a bit more context, but. Yeah, but I've had to give them backstory. Exactly. Yeah. I've had to give them how the hell we got they're here. like, wait, what's that Joker movie? That's not the Joker we just saw or what have you. So I don't know. It's. It's a very weird situation. DC is definitely playing off each film as sort of its own individual entity versus the Marvel universe. Everything being a shared uh, storyline and identity and basically the same actors playing the same characters and so on and so forth. There's no confusion like the DC stuff. And then, of Christ, you mix the TV stuff in with DC. It's just as confusing as well. Yeah, and back to the whole thing we've said a million times over, if they just would hold on to the television and realize that that is the saving grace and just run with it, uh, cool off the movie train so you're not wasting the Jason Momoa's and the Gal Gadot moments that you've had and you can keep going forward. I still think Henry Cavill is a good Superman too, but anyways. Yeah, I just, it's a stupid lip. But that most of that movie was CGI, so I really couldn't. Most yeah, that's true. So I'm over it. Oh, I saw the the bit, a little bit of snippet for the Flash, the new season, and it's it looks like the entire season is building up to the Crisis on Infinite Earths, which looks really cool. Now, do you think they this is when they finally decide let's let's go with more Warner Brothers app coming that maybe they do like a Netflix Studio style, so Warner Brothers style. It's funny, I, I just referred to Netflix Studio as a bigger thing than Warner Brothers Studio. Anyways. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it may be on par. I don't know at this point. But wouldn't it be great if they used Infinite Earth, like the Crisis Infinite Earth, as the launch for the the app? But then we look at that like with common sense from like a Marvel standpoint, yeah, so where that would happen. make sense. It's not going to happen. No, no, no. What they'll, they are doing, they'll do it in two episodes and burn it out. Yeah. What is cool is there's been a lot of talk, and they've released some of it. Like they're going back, and so Brandon Routh is going to be a Superman. And Tom Welling from Smallville is going to be a Superman. So, like, they're getting... <laughs> they're justifying their previous incarnations? Kind of, yeah. But it, they're tying it all up to make it, you know, hey. almost make sense. So I, I thought that was kind of cool. It's an attempt. Bringing in a lot of the Smallville... The, again, the TV side of things way better than the movie stuff. So who am I going to complain? I wonder if that's because they just have more... I don't know. I don't know why that is. I, I, I don't even know where to hypothetically guess why, but... It certainly is better. Mm-hmm. 
So you've been busy with work. I imagine you probably haven't seen much in the way of movies in the theater lately. No, haven't been to any. Oh, sorry. Check. Kids? I, w- I went and saw Downton Abbey. Oh, yes. My wife saw that. She loved it. It was a freaking episode. That's basically what I heard. If you love Downton Abbey, you'll like the movie. It's, I don't get me it's wrong. Another episode I, I enjoyed, of the I enjoyed, program. I enjoy period pieces. Yeah. Okay, like that, The reason I love Peaky Blinders isn't necessarily so much about the story... I love the story in the period piece. I love period pieces. So that's a big thing for me. So anyways, and particularly, I really like turn of the century. Definitely pre-World War II pieces. Um, I, really, I don't know why. I just, I'm just really drawn to it. I just really am. Um, but anyways, it's definitely a period I enjoy. So, I mean, both Peaky Blinders and Downton Abbey take, take place during that period. So I think one of them may have more murder than the other. What is it? Yeah, of course, I mean Downton Abbey. If they ever did a crossover, I could just I could see it. <laughs> the gypsies arrive at the manor and just where we go, murder them all and take over the. They would murder them all right away, like eventually. But yeah. anyways, I'd probably do some worse things. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, they'd be lucky if they murdered them all right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Down Abbey was kind of. It's just a long episode. Yeah, more Down Abbey, gotcha. and and it was done. I, I'll give them lots of credit for many many things, and one of the things I really thought was clever they left enough things inside the film don't that say you could, yeah they did it what are they, they starting they did, a franchise no, they did enough that you could either you could do another you know whether it's a, a special they air on television a two-parter a three-parter or another movie they left there's a, there's enough carrots left dangling with like new storylines that could kick off that you don't have to fulfill and that's why I really appreciate it. Like you don't have to fulfill the storylines. They they work just as well as happy endings, but you also could fulfill them and it wouldn't ruin them because it would be people would, would like to see them. And I would say that they may not, but since the movie opened at number one in the box office the weekend it was released, I can probably guarantee they've already greenlit a sequel. It, it definitely shows the uh the fan base is uh Huge. alive and well. Mm-hmm. I think everyone knew it was going to be. Is alive a keyword? Like are they gonna be dead soon? Some of them may have died along the way. Yeah. Um, but the reality is it's it's definitely a, a very good fan base, fan base that showed up. It's a movie where it has statistically the most deaths per viewers <laughs> while watching the film. Yeah, not because of anything other than age. But it was interesting, too. It was only a $40 million budget. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is it? I mean, Christ, it's... Yeah, but but that actually shows how much money they spent making episodes then. Yeah. If that was $40 million budget, we, okay, I got to assume there's extra in there probably for like worldwide releases and shit like that. But that means the episodes was there were, like were probably quite pricey. Fancy sweeping crane shots or some drone footage no or something? No more than the, that was no. already in there. No. no. There was nothing. It was shot the same way. Any it special was, cameo appearances? No, nothing like that. No. They, they had people portraying the king and queen of the time. Right, but no, but like, they weren't known actors. Tom Hanks doesn't show up in no, it. Was, no, no. Nicholas Cage. No, wait, no, Nicholas nobody, Cage. Jesus nobody, Christ. Wait, nobody that you could say would cost a couple million bucks to show up. So that certainly wasn't happening. Fair enough. Yeah. It, it, was, it was what it was. It was the only one that uh, I made it to. That's uh, the only movie I've seen in a while, which is a sad. shows you how busy I am. So there's a sad state of affairs. So what, what, what have you seen? Did you go see Rambo? I did see Rambo. Uh, of all the movies that I, I wanted to go see, that actually was... Look, it, 
You listen, people. The bar. Look, I be, loved it. I yeah. loved it. I'm gonna flat out right off the bat. I loved it. Okay, hold on. Let, let, let for fact check for the sake of the audience. Anything Ramble you've loved. Yes. You've loved every single Ramble, even Ramble three. You've loved them all. Yes. Okay. This is true. So However, that, that needs to be fact checked for everybody. I will say, I find they. Your dog is just grumbling at us. No, just, just you. Just me. Uh, she not a fan. Uh, of the podcast or Rambo. <laughs> uh, I think they, they actually, okay, what do you want? What do you want? Attention. Can't you see we're busy Sorry, here? If, if anybody has an older dog, you can understand the immense amount of attention they have to have. Like if your dog is in like the midlife age, right? So like the four to seven range, your dog will bugger off and do what it wants. When your dog is a senior, the anxiety level of the dog is so high that it needs to be in the room and like touching you. Here she comes, touching you. Whereas she was Should asleep. never have turned around and looked at her. That was the mistake I made. She was upstairs asleep under blankets because yeah. that's how our dog sleeps on the couch now mm-hmm. and completely out snoring, farting all the stuff an old dog does we come downstairs we're left her alone what was it 30 seconds 45 seconds i think she's into the bar now yeah i will deal with her there we go uh so yes i did see rambo i loved it it was uh i thought it actually followed up on some of the history of the character there's definitely some stuff that touches on earlier films his backstory there was a bit of a montage at the end they used music cues from the previous movies which i loved however If you somehow are looking for violence from the first three movies and didn't see the fourth movie, I advise you to see the fourth movie first because this movie plays out like a Friday the 13th movie. I've never seen such graphic kills in a movie. This is bananas. This is next level. They should have marketed it on this. I don't know why they didn't. They marketed the last one on the over the top violence. This one, they kind of steered away from it, but. There is stuff in this movie that I have seen in Mortal Kombat. I'm not even kidding. At this point, Rambo has done fatalities. Uh, it's I can't even. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. And then you're like, well, he'll die at the end of this movie, right? Wrong. Still Spoiler. alive. Spoiler. Seventy years. Spoiler. Seventy years old. Is that how old he is? He's got to be at least seventy. Anyways, stick around for Rambo something or other. I don't know. I think Stallone secretly is a Terminator, but anyways, um, could be sweet irony. Uh, I mean, look, you go into it expecting, you know, it's 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 trash, but a good trash. Like it's it's you go in. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't call it trash. I mean, it depends on what you're. It's <laughs> it's an old school action film. Oh yeah, modernized to have the gruesome violence that everybody needs to have now in a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's if you had filmed it in the eighties, but with the censorship that we have, with the lack of censorship that we have now. That's pretty much it. In theory, even back then, though, was pushing the boundary at the time. So yeah. it, that, that's keeping in line with the film. So, yeah, I saw that. And I saw... I love how you say it the backstory. Um, we got all the backstory in the first movie pretty clearly. But anyways... Yeah, well, maybe they're assuming somehow somebody stumbled into this movie and hadn't seen the previous Rambo movies. Although I got to think that's got to be one of the franchises where nobody's walking in cold me like, Rambo 5, this seems like a great spot to start. No. <laughs> the trailer was so compelling. I have to find out what happens yeah, here. I, 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 I have to see where this is ending instead of starting. Yeah, that's, I mean, uh, the trailer. The purpose of the trailer was to make sure. Okay, is Rambo still Stallone? Good. Uh, does he still have weapons? Good. Does he use a bow and arrow? Bow and arrow, knife. 
check, check. That's it. In fact, the trailer is it, is detriment. There's there a lot of people he kills. Check. Yeah. Although, and, and they give us and they give us a different landscape because we've been through a couple of rainforests. They cut his hair. The Afghan dev- desert. They finally, they're like, you know what? Maybe the mullet's time to go. <laughs> Sloan's probably like, I'm not doing that. I think that's what it was. I honestly <laughs> think he's like, I'm not, I'm not wearing the wig. I'm just, I'm not happy. It's not happening. I'm not doing it. <laughs> just justify the headband <laughs> and the wig now. It's 2019. The, the the headband is from a woman who died in 1986. I do not need to wear this anymore. I don't need this wig. Yeah. Rambo cut his hair, all right? I will say that it's it's funny. They play up this kind of aspect of him where he's just an insane person now, which is Hold on. He's perfect. Been, he's been insane the whole time. Oh, I know. But now he's taking medication for it. Oh, okay. And he's, soon, talked, he's talked to somebody. As <laughs> soon as I saw the medication, I'm like, well, he's going to stop taking that medication, and then things are going to go crazy. And they do. It's about halfway through the movie. And honestly, I was like, ah, this movie's starting out kind of slow. Maybe it's not going to be that great. Then he goes off his pills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. I like, you know what? That makes the movie more realistic. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And then he has an entire labyrinth of underground tunnels. You know what? Based, if you watch the other four movies, that shouldn't be surprising. It's where he's comfortable, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so I saw that, and I saw uh, Port Hope Chapter 2. Sorry, It Chapter 2. I'm sorry. If Port Hope, the town of Port Hope, was smart, their entire marketing campaign should be wrapped around the It franchise. <laughs> so, because, so you're going to advertise your tourism on a clown oh yeah. that kills children? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because in any other movie where, like, you know, Toronto is supposed to be, I don't know, New York or, yeah. you know, you don't. They hide as much as they, they do not. They don't give a shit that you can spot every. They didn't even change the storefronts in this in part two, at least in part one, because it was back in yeah, part the two 80s. makes sense. It wouldn't you wouldn't change. Yeah. It. OK, but I mean, my thinking is you run with that. You have conventions every year you have because, you know, you're going to have these diehard horror people or film people in general that are going to want to go to these spots that are in their favorite movie. Hell, the first movie, I think, is the highest grossing horror movie. Why not play up that? I mean, you bring tourism in. I don't know. It was great. Is that in the first it they made Port Hope look nice during that time period, which having grown up in the region <laughs> is exactly what it looked like. And remarkably, Port Hope, if you're telling me it looks exactly the same as today, it's amazing. They captured that. <laughs> yep. It's a horror movie, remember? A horror movie about a clown who kills children. Port Hope is your place. Yeah, I, I feel like Cobra gets Murdoch Mysteries, Port Hope gets Killer Cloud. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I don't know if we put that on the, 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 the community sign as people drive in. And like, I don't know. Will the clowns greet your children? If you were like, like I, I don't know, a cafe that sells homemade cookies and stuff, would you want the name of your cafe in the middle of this horror movie? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, anyways, it was good. It was. I still think I liked the first part better. Because I really like the child actors, and although they are actually in the second part a lot more than I was expecting, uh, but Bill Hader was really good. So I was like in the dramatic side of things as well. The adult versions of their characters are very they well. They picked they good went, actors. They, they went heavyweights, man. Yeah, those are they, like and the the look of them. Like a lot of them, you can see. I don't know if it's clever casting. Yeah, I, do, I don't do know. Think, or, do or think, if they've done anything to make it uh, have a connection, well, but they look say, very good. Do, do you think they CGI something that we're missing? Like or, eyes or something? Like, or do you think they casted what I would say would be backwards? 
you know, what, I, what I'm saying by that is that they knew they were going to do the second film. Yeah. Maybe they earmarked some cast members and worked backwards to get the youth. Or, or, or either or. They yeah. had the young kids and they casted the, the My understanding the is they didn't necessarily have the cast for the second one. And that some of them were actually suggestions that the cast had, the kids had made who they wanted to play them um, as, as adults. Uh, but all around good. If you, again, if you watch them together, it's really, really good. But I do think the first part is probably stronger than the second part. Uh, but yeah, yeah so it's, those, like, it's like everything. The first one's always the best though. Yeah. And again, I think the first one it's is just more, introduction. You get away with introduction. Well, Inter- and that first one plays off like an eighties kids movie, like a, like a Goonies or like, you know, a little bit more horror, but it's an eighties kids movie. You should let your kids watch, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, my kids have seen it, but yeah. So I saw that, and I saw Rambo, and uh, yeah, that's the extent of my in-theater film watching. So I've got a bit of a beef lately. with some stuff that's trying to drive me nuts lately. This is Beefing with Adam. Yeah. It's a new segment. Yeah. I've, had my, a, I've had what, a lot of coffee today. What grinds I? my gears? Anyways. Um, I'll insert a gear grinding sound right there. So it's taken me a little bit to figure this out, and you probably already know the answer to this, and I, I don't. So David Duchovny. Having the kid, you know, my kids, you know, my oldest is a, t- a teenager now. And so she's watching all kinds of, trying to watch all kinds of different films, watch different stuff. So we're really trying to rely on the ratings as a bit of a guide. Ratings are fucked because a rated R movie could be R just because of like blood or what they perceive as intense violence, which is just any form of violence, right? That actually has, it can have no swearing and have an R rating, mm-hmm. okay? But you can have a, a TV 14 movie full of language you don't want to have people hear, and it can get TV 14. You can have innuendos in it, innuendos and like undertones that aren't really that undertone or suggestive that gets in as a TV 14. But then you got the TV mature. What the hell is mature? Because mature seems to be well, a you're little blending, bit of R and a little bit of 14. You're blending movie and TV ratings, which unfortunately are not the same. But that, okay, when you go on Netflix, good luck trying to figure yeah. that out, right? Because like I know with movie rating, ratings in Canada, so we've got uh, PG, we've got G, PG, maybe. The, mostly now it's G straight to uh, 14A. Yeah. And then 18A, which is... RR basically and 14A is RPG 13. Uh, I know with language, a 14A movie can have fuck once, I think. I think that's the limitation, or that's the PG 13 limitation in the States. But there, but that's it. Everything, like as far as I know, like it's, there's it's, most of the language you just can go. And then, yeah, TV stuff, I don't know. I will tell you though, the saving grace of all of this is that when we look at something or we think of some, or even worse when I think of something like mm-hmm. from our past or whatever, and, I'm, and then something like the nostalgic for the kids to watch or whatever internet movie database parents review. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic for anybody that is, if you do listen to this and you do put the time to put something in there and it's not full of crap and you're being honest with it. Thank you. Because you have, you have definitely allowed some movies to be experienced at a good age and definitely helped make sure the movies kind of hold off a little bit. Um, and stuff that you sometimes don't think of or, or don't remember clearly it was in a film or even better. Some have like the extended or uncut versions and verses right. and IMDb helps you. Like there was a moment in in Step Brothers, okay, where Will Ferrell proceeds to rub his genitalia all over uh, John C. Riley's drums, right? Forgot about that. 
first of all, it is actually in the uncut version and it wasn't in the regular ah, version. Because okay. in the uncut, in the regular version, he threatens it, runs in there, you don't really see it. Mm-hmm. In the uncut version, you see this... See all of it? He, yeah, he pulls his junk mm-hmm. out. And I'm pretty sure with Will Ferrell, it's probably his own junk. Okay. And, he, and he's rubbing it all over. Yeah. And then what happened was... Um, yeah, we were about to watch that movie, and I'm on IMDb and realized, oh God, stop! Yeah, and we uh, we managed to pull that one off. So they totally saved, they saved us on that one. It has also provided opportunities for movies that I thought were maybe had stuff I wasn't sure of, and then it turns out that it was way better than I thought. And so well, it they, they got you from having to cool pre-watch something. Oh my God, yes, I don't have time for that. Right? And correct me if I'm wrong. There is. Like it's not just one person's opinion. Like oh God, no. You can get so you could get and a they, little bit of a, a variation where one person could say it's this or that, and they break it by um, the category. Like, category, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so like violence you have or language or whatever. Basically, it's like it's like sexuality, violence, uh, language, uh, drugs, and alcohol. And I can't remember the one was, but I mean, it's perfect. I mean, if, really, for my kids, my big one is like the the sex stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Let's make sure that's we're cool with that, and then. Like, here's an interesting one. Seven. The movie Seven. So, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt Morgan. So, instantly you're thinking to yourself, like, ooh, there's no way a kid could watch that. Honestly, if, if they... It's pretty graphic. Psychologically. Like, it's, it shows some pretty gross stuff. Yeah, not really. But... It, you don't it, think so? Not com- Again, not compared to what's called TV 14, like 14 now. I don't know, man. Honestly, the 14 now, what we're getting 14 now versus like seven back then. Because when you look up seven, seven is called an R because of the, like the, there is some grossness to it. But then that's all it is. And I would have thought it was way worse. One of the parents' reviews, I thought there'd be way more worse things. And it's like psychologically a twister. And yes, I'm not letting my kids watch seven. But what I'm getting at is that I thought it was way worse. And then the parents' review helps to walk you through it quickly because you can't remember the whole film. Mm-hmm. So you can remember the key points that are concerning. And you're like, okay, yeah, there's a head in a box. You always remember that kind of stuff. So well, I, it's always there, the, it's, but, I remember the scene that, that always gets me every time. Gluttony? It, is that the one the guy eats himself? Yeah. yeah, that's just messed up. It's just gross. Like, it's just gross. It's yeah. gross. But it just, it, it was interesting. Like, or, or like, um, Scream. So Scream had a... Some blood. Yeah, but it had an R rating. Yeah, well, it... Watch that movie. I just did. There's nothing fucking terrifying about it. Well, not for me. There would be for a kid. No, not at all. My 13-year-old watched it, laughed. She laughed at it so much to the point where... Your kids are messed up, though. Like, your kids are... Your kids... I honestly believe social media tied to what they watch... Your kids shouldn't be on social media. What they watch on current, current shows that are suited for them... It's just desensitizing. It really is. Honestly, like she watched it and she... What, kids for, are numb. For her, no, but for her though, it's... I guess what we... What was quality filmmaking or storytelling for us, um, or at least mediocre, I should call it, because I shouldn't call Scream uh, quality. Mediocre. Wow. Okay. Shots fired. You're going to piss off a lot of people. <laughs> it's mediocre. Okay. But, but, but what, what wow. was... It was no Shawshank. It was no, like during that time period, look, look what came up for films. It was a good film, good horror flick, but mm-hmm. it was horror flicks, again, are somewhat mediocre. So they, anyways, we look at that, like she poked the holes through that plot in minutes, like in minutes. And so things were just comical, right? And because we've evolved since that film, right? So films we see or TV shows we see have played off many of the things that were done, those originalities. 
so much in a, a mocking or fun or they just copy it over again they regurgitate it so a lot of it really like she said to me like a lot of the pretenses in that film about like not answering the phone about like the horror movie genre yeah, it was 1996 thing. okay hold on but just just hear me out so those things have been replayed through all kinds of different things she's watched like she said, I could, she I remember watching stuff on the Disney Channel that made fun of like scary people calling the house. It's like so you don't realize that like okay, so scream was like a cultural thing, right? Mm-hmm. It was a big deal. So when it ingrained itself inside of pop pop sorry pop culture, it gets regurgitated and used in many different forms. So for her, it was like, okay, that's the originator, but I've seen all the little pieces of this. So what happened was it desensitized it to her. It wasn't like my daughter can just handle people getting mutilated. I think she should watch part four because four plays on that because it's the whole idea is four is like, why are the, because they watch. But her best comment though, she's like, we get to the first one. She goes, you know, it's bad enough. They didn't figure out to stop answering the phone. I'm like, yeah. I said, well, there's a second one. She's like, why? Why would, why? And I would go, oh honey, there's three and four. She's like, oh my God, did you guys not have anything better to do? And that's all she ended it with and walked out of the basement. I don't like this kid anymore. laughing so hard jesus <laughs> she's, like, she's like four like really she goes just they just want to burn money she said and i started laughing i thought it was really funny this is coming from a kid that watched how many seasons of supernatural yeah oh yeah it, it, we're gonna she, have a discussion she makes fun of herself for that by the way good because <laughs> that show should went on for like 12 no, no, years she admitted she got hooked on like whatever thing was the hook yeah, yeah. she got hooked yeah. and she makes fun of herself for it so it's it's quite good Fair enough. she wants to escalate into like ash versus the evil dead and stuff like that and i'm like no freaking way are you touching that and if i find out you watch that i'm gonna like like rip an eye out or something because <laughs> you're no way you're allowed to watch that so but but it just shows the evolution where like there's introductory stuff along the way i told her the walking dead i said to you when you came over earlier tonight the Walking Dead, I think, is the evolution for her to get into. Because it's actually more about storytelling. And mm-hmm. when we find things, what I really appreciate is when I can find things that are like good stories, not so much about the quality, right? Not not a, not so much just the, the buzzy content, the trendy crap. If I can find quality, um, it really, really resonates. She's, she's getting into that moment where it resonates. And I fucking love that. Like, she actually gives a shit. Like, Shawshank, she watched more than once. She really, that really hit her. She liked it. So she, this whole thing about quality films. The next one I really, really trying to convince her to watch is Catch Me If You Can. Yep. Great fucking film. Like, it's just a great, great film. She, we, we watched something with Tom Hanks. Um, fuck, I can't remember what it was. Um, we watched a recent Tom Hanks film, and she was just, like, floored. But, oh, Forrest Gump. We can go down the rabbit hole with Tom Hanks because yeah. there's a lot. Well, that's why I said the guy usually doesn't strike out. Yeah. So uh, we we saw Forrest Gump and she was like, again, captivated. I said, that's what a quality movie looks like. I mean, you 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 don't, I, I can tell you the plot of the movie and you might not even sound interested. But then when you watch it, you're blown apart because it, it just the way storytelling is done with quality acting and filmmaking, it's a different thing. I, I don't know how to describe it. You could actually not be interested in the synopsis of the movie, but when you watch that and watch it put together, it ho- fry green tomatoes. There's another fucking example of a movie that, and the essence, when you read it, you're like, there's no way I want to watch this. You watch it. It's just a damn good film. Like it's put together really well. So that there's a difference. I'm trying to teach her that mm-hmm. and she's catching on to it a little bit now. So, so there's no need to go down these weird paths, but I think walking dead would be all right up to about like season five ish, six, maybe 
don't know. I don't know where you. She might. She honestly, she might just tune out though. Like there are definitely stretches in certain seasons where it's kind of like a lull. Back to what you said about all those seasons of Supernatural. I think yeah, she'll be. I think if she'll, she gets hooked, she'll get hooked. Yeah. I think she'll be walking. And these are the same. This is the same kid that's watched Office five times through now. Yeah. So, I don't think she'll hit dry spells. We'll Fair see. enough. And she watches Fuller House. So I mean, her barometer is all over the damn place. Yeah. Well, somebody has to watch it, I guess. No. No, no well, actually, nobody has to watch it. No one has to watch it. Because you know what? If you don't watch it, that shit goes away. Hey, have you heard how NBC's bringing their app out? Yeah, Peacock or whatever it's called. You heard the the launch programming? Saved by the Bell. Yes. And what period of time are they doing Saved by the Bell? Oh, now. They're going to do now. Now, now. Yeah. Uh, I believe Zach is like... Governor. Yeah. Like, it's insanity. <laughs> I don't know what... He better have the same damn phone. <laughs> I knew I'd break you on that. I, I just... I could immediately see that scene where he pulls out that... that yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. 100%. So, they're, yeah, they're, they are just There was another one, too. Yeah. Um, uh, something else that was Punky older. Brewster. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, not needed. No one wanted it. Um, give me Wonder Years. I would argue... Give me Wonder Years. We probably don't need Saved by the Bell. Hey, fuck off. I mean, wouldn't you rather leave it the way it was? Nope. Fuck off. Okay. Well, I don't think we're going to get screeched. So. You're going to get stabbed with a bottle if you say that again. Jesus. Sorry. I love that show. And I have no idea why. I have no idea Bring why me. I like it. I would rather have Dawson's Creek back than Saved by the Bell. Yeah, actually, you're probably right there. But Saved by the Bell, it just seemed to... I guess growing up on cable, if you got caught in a routine of certain times that TBS? you watched TV, you watched what was there. And the TBS was a prime example. So I watched every episode of Saved by the Bell way too much. To the point where I'm pretty sure I could recite the whole damn thing. And I'm still lost on how many seasons there actually works. I felt like you just kept repeating the same couple of years over and over. And then they went to college again. It was weird. It'd be crazy if like Saved right. by the Bell, like the re- the the newer version is like real dark and like real serious. And it, but it's the same characters. Like it's just like, I don't know, like Breaking Bad level, like serious. Just somebody has a real serious, like a real bad problem. And none, none of them could do it. None of them could act it. Okay, Gosler could do it. I think he's he's quality, he's a decent quality actor. But I mean, the rest of them, I don't know if they I'm could pull so the acting. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. That was as far. That was their, so that was their dark <laughs> rabbit hole, man. Uh, seriously, I had so many caffeine pills. Yeah, that I, honestly, no one can. You, you're gonna tell me fucking Mario Lopez is gonna give you an act quality acting? He, he, this is gonna be a whole pump for ET. Well, I mean, he's got to pretend to actually care about these people he's interviewing. I suppose that's a level of acting. He can't even do that. No. Look, anybody that's getting the NBC app is going to be getting it for The Office. They're going to be getting it for Friends. They're going to be getting it for, I don't know, what other other programs. I, I would get it for a month for Saved by the Bell. Okay. Well, we, I were, no, clearly no, this no, is no, the demographic that no, wanted no, the Saved by the Bell reboot or this is, whatever this is, it is. No, no, no. You're, 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 I'm not getting it because I'm a huge fan. I'm getting it because... The, but you are also a huge fan. I'm, I'm going to get it for the same equivalent that traffic slows down on the highway when there's an accident. Train wreck? Everybody wants to look. Yeah. And and I want to look just to see what happens. The best part about the, like the streaming services is they have to do an entire season or they'll, they'll yeah, do the yeah. whole season at they once. They got to do at least 10 episodes. It's not like they can cancel it after two. Yeah. Like, oh, forget it. They got to film the whole thing through yeah. and then launch it. Yeah. So especially when you turn around and say, this is like our flagship show, which by the way, I don't know how the hell that sells to anybody, but they should just do the whole TJF again. Just bring back to a family matter. I think that was do- the plan. Hmm. Urkel's coming. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> I, I don't. 
you know, there. This is where we're getting to the. the we, they, we've run out of ideas. No, no. Basically. This this is getting to a good conversation piece too, because when we started this podcast, one of the things we talked a lot about was nostalgia, right? And, and we had episodes about nostalgia and the power of nostalgia. And I think we're actually uh, encroaching an area now where we've realized you can go too far with nostalgia. You can go. You can you can cap out on the stuff that people kind of really hung on to, and now you're getting into the fringe shit. And you're confusing the fringe shit for nostalgia. This was the fringe shit that supported the time in between the quality nostalgia that we got once a week or once a month or every couple of years of a film. This was the, the shit that supported it. Now you are thinking this fringe shit is worthwhile to repeat. Yeah, you're going to like bank your entire organization on this? Like You're fucked. Yeah, that yeah, seems like You're going to be really disappointed. Bad idea. Yeah, 100%. Like you're telling me Lark Voorhees is going to be like, you need her to be Lisa Turtle? Like, this is a big casting thing? Where the fuck has she been? My brain almost exploded when I was trying to think of anything else I've seen her in, and I cannot think of anything. I refuse to look it up, too. I'm just saying she did nothing else. No, I'm not Googling her. No, I'm not not giving her Google credit. Right? And no. And then, like, 90210, what the fuck is this all about? We're going to pick up, like, today, where they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Now we don't need this shit. Isn't that one the one though where they're playing themselves, like the actors or something? I don't, I don't know. Even, I don't even fucking know. This is the second time I, because nine hundred two one zero came back in the two thousands. I just got told that it came back, and I said, "Give the money to homeless people." Well, one could argue some of those cast members may have been homeless. I don't oh, know. Oh, Brian Austin Green. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> ah. And he's the only one, actually. Everybody else is doing fine. Whoever that chick was that played Audrey. <laughs> Dude, she is the president of uh, the Screen Actors Guild. So clearly she couldn't get work. She's, she gave herself work. <laughs> she didn't get work. Uh, I'm sure she's paid well. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm not sure how we got on. I love how you... But... That's a rabbit hole. And how the fuck did you know that? I what a weird thing I to know. Her on the, what uh, a weird thing to know. I think it was the Emmys or something. She showed up. And I was like, what the? Yeah. She was old then. She was like in her 30s. Yeah. They were only in their 20s. <laughs> They're like, we just turned 20. She's like, she's like out back smoking a cigarette and like getting divorced. Yeah. She's got three kids already. <laughs> yeah. It's like second marriage. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? I need this check like you would not believe. I will play 19 <laughs> till I'm dead. Yeah. You don't even, you know, we're struggling with you don't even look like you're 19. I'm fucking 19. <laughs> I aged up. I had a rough life. I don't know. I don't know. What a shit show, too, by the way. That was this crap. It hooked us because it was like the only one at the time that was like pushing the edge of drama at the time. It shows how limited the options I'm glad were. glad my wife doesn't listen because she loves that show. But no, but we loved it because it was unique at the time. She still watches it. It was unique at the time. Okay, yeah. And that's, a, that's the only reason. But at the same time, you can't take that away. From, like, if that was your well, option, I, that I was that, your option. And I give it credit for that. It was unique at the time, and that's what it is. But I mean, when you look at... Just how big that industry is now, there is very little that comes out that is unique of its own right now. Very, very limited. Very, very limited. Hey, speaking of which, uh, uh, reboots and uniqueness and whether it's got value <laughs> I thought you feel like, speaking of very limited, I'm like, oh, here oh, comes and, the insults. And, li- and limited, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. Uh, Dark Crystal. Haven't seen it yet. I want to watch the movie again and then go into the show. Uh, I don't know what to say. Oh, did you see it? Yeah. Oh. I've heard good things, but based on your face, I'm going to say you did not enjoy it. Um, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. No, no, I'm not going to say that. I wasn't the world's biggest Dark Crystal fan to begin mm-hmm. with, okay? 
Sir, it's not the tier one of you the really Henson. you really got to get into that story and like kind of with half an eye accept what you're being shown and just appreciate the story because the story is really good um you certainly can't get hung up on on, on visual cues and what i want to say is that in my opinion i really appreciated all the work that went in with the puppetry work and the quality of how good that look to have a film that's done all with puppet masters and puppeteers and stuff uh in 2018 when you can kind of just cgi the shit out of that and i'm really cool i think it's really cool to see it done the effort the skill it's it's fucking cool it looks really good i mean honestly when you compare it to puppets before versus puppeteer, it's amazing it's really really well done um i i still have such a hard problem with the look of the characters those humanoid type looking things are fucking creepy as hell. So I really have a hard time even <laughs> attaching to that character. Fair enough, yeah. They're fucking weird. Like they need something. I don't know, scales or shit or something. But anyways, that I look at and my daughter said the same thing to me. She goes, they just, they're unsettling. I'm like, they, they've always been unsettling and I can't get around that. Um, like, so in that regard, they have succeeded in keeping the look alive. <laughs> yeah. And actually more so, I think. Um, but anyways, needless to say, I, I do believe that, um, it was well done. I did enjoy it. And I got th- we got through half of it. We didn't finish it all because we got hooked on some other stuff. But uh, There's just yeah. too much stuff. That is also a problem. I mean, so it really makes it really makes it like if I'm not really into this, I'm moving on because I've got so much other things to watch. Yeah, it is tough. It is certainly, certainly tough. Like you heard me saying to my daughter tonight, I was, I was suggesting some quality programming, Canadian programming, for her to watch. And uh, she's just like, I know her list is big. So she just... She's chucking it off to like, yeah, whatever. I don't want to watch it. So and it always has for her. It has to compete with um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, <laughs> Parks and Rec, and uh, The Office. It was like her go to an IT crowd, and it just throws those on. And mm-hmm. they, those are quality sitcom level shows, so they're really hard to top. And so that is always the priority that goes on the television. So, so or anything to do with How to Train Your Dragon goes on. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody has that list of shame where it's just a pile of stuff that you've never gotten around to. And you always have friends who are like, well, have you seen this yet? I'm like, no, dude, I got like a hundred other things I got to watch. I keep being told like, oh, Umbrella Academy is really good. Great. I will get to it maybe one day. You're not missing out. Um, Anyways, it was all right. Uh, What was really good, though, a good social piece, uh, was uh, When They See Us. I haven't seen it. So it was based on the Brooklyn Five so the five young boys that were accused and basically completely coerced uh, into admitting that they raped this woman when they were like 13, 14 years old. And then 14 years later, someone actually could, admits they committed the crime. All the DNA testing comes through. That person completely did the crime. And the police completely fucked these kids' lives. And then they, the story is about them that night, a depiction of that night, the events, the time they spent in juvie and jail. And like it jumps around a bit. And basically how how the torment it had on them to the point to the happy ending at the end. Is and, it a movie or a series? A series, limited series on yeah. Netflix. Really, really good. And of course I put it on because of Joshua Jackson was a, one of the lawyers. So I put put that on because of him. And uh, I, I've never watched anything the guy has been in that I haven't liked. So I, I went ahead and watched it and it was a, it was good. Hmm. I appreciate it. I'm sure there's something I'm missing when he, when, when he was doing the whole team idol thing, but 
generally, like Fringe is still a go-to TV series that if no one's ever watched it, my God, you got to watch it. It's damn good. I have not seen it. Again, oh, I've heard that it's good. So Just don't have good. time. Um, and Editor is really good at it too. Um, so no, I mean that one, and I always loved One Week. That was a really good like Canadian movie he came back and did, and I thought that was really cool. Classic urban legend. Yeah, see that's filmed at Trent University. That's that's where we're starting to head down that road where like there's some stuff I'm gonna say that I haven't watched of his, and that would definitely be one. Uh, anyways, it was it was it was it was, it was you know I put that on. It was the last thing in a while that I've put on that I stayed up till like two o'clock in the morning to watch to to not turn it off because it was good. It was really good. I haven't seen two o'clock in the morning in a long time. <laughs> you know what the 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 kids that were you know there were some young young male actors between the ages of like I guess it would have been like 14 and 17 I guess probably somewhere in that one of them just won a, an Emmy for it. I didn't know that and they completely deserved it because the 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 job those kids did holy fuck it was impressive shit. It was captivating. And and I you think how much we watch. You think how much you've watched over the years. It is hard to be captivated by a film and and or television series or limited series or, at all, and it was you could not fucking turn it off. So it was impressive. I haven't had anything like that in a while. You? I've been mostly watching garbage lately, so I don't know. Although I did start watching um, season three of Big Mouth is on Netflix now, and I've been wa- I love that show. It's probably one of my favorite animated shows right now. Um, but other than that. I've been watching, I'm in that self-imposed exile that I put myself in. I mentioned last episode where I've been watching as many horror movies as I can, which 30 I could have done, 60 is going to kill me, I think, in a row. Because it literally means I can't watch anything else. And that's fine to a point, but I am, I, we're getting in these kicks now. We're watching series, so we watched the Scream series. Now we're watching the Final Destination ones, which aren't uh, too bad. Every once in a while, I'll put on something just like, oof, this is terrible. Like something on Netflix I've never seen. That's the other thing. Trying to find something I haven't seen. I don't really re- want to rewatch garbage if I can help it. Uh, so, yeah. Isn't most of it garbage? No, it's not. I'm not having this discussion with you. This is an entire another episode, and it's not fair that I'm by myself. So, moving on. <laughs> what, you need support to justify? Yes. Shit movies? You're, you will outspeak me. I... I've had two whole drinks and I don't drink. So that's my excuse. Look, I, as a child, here we go. Enjoyed horror here films. Enjoyed horror films. Let's see. This is, this is the problem already. You're watching horror films as a child. And then I got older. I can't do it. It's Cause you haven't I, watched any good ones. I watched all the good ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. But when you can, my problem with horror films is, is not, that I don't think the genre has value or anything. It's the plots are so thin that you, for me, and this is my, my biggest beef with most films is that if I could suss out the plot quickly or kind of already see the trajectory, then I give up on it. Like it, it, to me, I need to be, I need to be taken for a journey and I hate predicting the whole damn thing and getting it right. I like, I like being wrong. Why Marvel probably deeply captivates me the way it does is that I really have no clue where it's coming and like the build up for it and then it takes me on a journey and I go somewhere I had no fucking clue where we're going. Love it. I love it. So that. your complaint against horror movies is They're all the also same. a compliment to yourself in that 
You're implying that you're so smart, you figured out no, all of the endings. You don't need to be smart to figure out these endings. Did you see Get Out? No, I have not. Okay. Okay. So that is maybe the, there. Maybe I need to. Maybe is, like there are certain ones there, that this is the next generation. Because certainly there are definitely movies I would give you that. Yes. And I always say between thriller and horror, I think there's a line that gets crossed because a thriller becomes a psychological thriller where the whole push is really about messing with your head, mm-hmm. and it isn't so much about the slash and you know creepiness and whatever you know, the Doctor giggles and the Friday the Thirteenth and the. You know, oh yeah, I mean, the, like the slasher, the slasher genre, genre right? of the screen is certainly so yeah, yeah. more or less predictable. Yes, yeah, yeah. I will give you that. and that, that's where those ones kind of kill me, right? I, I just can't, that just can't bother with. Because you like vampire movies, I always like a different take on a vampire movie. The ones that are repetitive kill me, right? The ones that are a different, something take like uh, are always kind of cool. Like was it uh, Day, Daybreakers? Daybreakers yeah. Great take on it. Like yeah. they they want. Yeah. <laughs> you start out from the sense of they won it's like oh, okay I don't need the backstory they just won and then away we went I'm like that's kind of cool like a different twist on it so I appreciated that flick Dracula 2000 wasn't a bad flick in in the sense of that it was a different Dracula story um, and then the one that Blade? Had, yeah but that was listen, that I was, guess it's comic book it was the best yeah. ad- adaptation of a comic book movie up until we had like the MCU so it was amazing um what was the other one? The one that uh, uh, Luke Evans played the uh, uh, Dracula Untold. Yeah, what a great like, t- like merging of the historic story of the character and the fiction around the vampire. I thought that one was going to be it's part cool. of the whole monster. I'm glad it was first thing. I'm glad but it was. It, that great, never really great happened. Standalone. Yeah, well done. I liked it. Um, how that was done was good. Very very good. It mixed the the real character that existed in history with the myth around it. It was nice, nice done. Well done, well done. So, yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, so I think, I, I think, will watch them. I think specifically kills me. Definitely like the standard slasher kind of movie is your severe weakness, like yeah, to, gave, to the horror movie. I can't do it. And then some of the, okay, I guess that's oh, fair. And then the whole paranormal thing. Honestly, I don't watch those. So I, can't so, speak so, one way or the so other. So the new generation, like I haven't seen any of the paranormal activities or the paranormal activities, the the Annabelle. Yeah, I haven't the, really the, any of those the new Exorcist. Give me the original Exorcist versions. Like the original Exorcist was a good flick. It was a great story. It was like twisted, challenging, and and there was a conceivable notion that shit like this could happen. Whereas they went down this whole other like the the Annabelle thing with all the dolls and all that shit, and it's like. And then they, and then they regurgitate it so much. Why do you need fucking five of them? Like the way you do it, it's a shared universe. I blame it, uh, Marvel for this, <laughs> like the Conjuring universe or whatever. I think you're right. Like I, yeah. I actually think you're right. Oh, that's what it's called. I think yeah. and because they've had like offshoots. Yeah, same thing over and over again. Yeah, pretty much. It's just and it's the same. And it kills me. It's the same quality of filming and finish and look and like. Like there is no, it, it, it's, I swear to God, same fucking farmhouse probably like over and over again. And that, that to me is just like laziness. And and I, I mean, I get it. People really like this stuff and there's people that really do like it and, and kudos to you. And I mean, I'm not trying to completely say, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying why it doesn't work for me. Let me put it that way. Fair enough. Have your thing. Right. But I also believe Halloween is like, really should be like four hours. Move on. So the movie or the no, day, the day, oh, okay. four hours. Like that's all it needs to be. Kids get out from school at four, so start at four thirty. Finish it by eight thirty. We're good to go. Okay, it's not a fucking season. Okay, 
It's it's okay. It doesn't need to be a week. I don't know who we had this fight with, but it's done. You're like, well prepared. Like the turkey of Thanksgiving should just lead into the turkey and or meat or whatever you do of Christmas. I'd be okay without Thanksgiving if it meant more Halloween, but that's just me. I'm so the other way. <laughs> I don't think we need that much turkey. We have turkey at Christmas. We could just go from Thanksgiving to Christmas season. The next day. Okay. Because everyone celebrates their variety of gods and whatever over the holiday season. Pagan rituals and whatnot. Yeah. Fair enough. No, we say pagan rituals, but how come we're not actually celebrating the pagan gods? We celebrate the Christian gods. Who says I'm not? Well, how does that work for you? I don't know. Because I've been trying to read up on how to celebrate (laughs) the pagan gods over the Christmas season, and there's not a lot of clear art like writing on this, by the way. Okay? Like, when do I celebrate Thor and Odin and and everybody? And, like, how do I... I believe Thor is on Thursdays? Yeah, I know, every Thursday. That's why I drink every Thursday. But they... That's my reason. And Uh, Wednesday. No, that's the reason. (laughs) But... I've been looking at like, how do I, because I mean, we go back and you go back, like Christmas was originally a pagan holiday. Like they celebrated it and it was adopted by Christianity because it was overtaking and yeah, yeah. you can check the history on that folks. It's actually kind of cool that Christianity had to borrow the Christmas tree from the pagan uh, uh, festival for winter because it, when they evaded England and started taking everything over and celebrating their holiday, it caught on and people liked the shit. And so they ended up adopting it into their religion. So just, if you wonder how the tree got there for the guy that got stuck on a cross, that's how. I always hoped it was like there was an overabundance of trees and they're like, let's just convince these people to cut the trees down and put them in their house. Those trees didn't originally grow in England. So anyways, um, different comment for a different day. So anyways, really cool like the the intermingling of uh, cultures and, and, and festivities, which I think is really cool, by the way. It actually should be something we should celebrate and not necessarily isolate um, because I really feel like we should be mixing Hanukkah and the regular season together for a really kick-ass Christmas. But um, a lot more presents, a lot more celebrating, a lot more meals. Do we have a wheel somewhere where we're just spinning going? I, how many top? I don't know where or how we got You're, to this. Good luck to Ireland this episode. Wow, this is just the ramblings of two madmen. But I'm just saying, like, we're just saying, I'm pagan saying. Christian no. rituals we're, started we're, Thanksgiving and work your way to New Year's. Basically, yeah, we don't need Halloween. What I was getting at. Well, but you're basically saying Halloween is that entire time because we're doing all these crazy rituals, but we're also adding gifts. Well, less candy corn gifts at every door. It's true. So I'm just saying. It's all so lost. I'm so confused. It's all marketing. And I apologize to Sober Matt who has to deal with this later on. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. On a completely different topic, as we start to round the bend on this episode, probably. Um a crash into the wall. <laughs> yeah. I know a reverse and go back on the course. Uh I have started poorly, but I have started to uh stream on Twitch. Really? I've I've dabbled my Feet in the it, sounds like a, it sounds like a good excuse to play video games. It kind of is. It's also, you realize you're like, well, this is great. Except when you get stuck in a game and you're like, oh, I, you know, thankfully nobody watches me. So it's great. <laughs> so you're, like, you're looking to Twitch to help you? You're just No, like I'm just more like, man, if you're somebody tunes to- in now, they're going to like, 
what is wrong with this guy? Why can't he, he just, he keeps climbing up the same wall and he can't get over where he's got to go. But uh, no, so the guys that, um, again, will cheap plug Deadly Grounds Coffee, code Happy Zen, deadlygroundscoffee.ca, 15% off. They do streaming there on uh, Fridays and Tuesdays, and then I think some of them stream from home throughout the week. So they were doing it. I'm like, ah, it's not too hard. And it's actually built into the PS4 that you can stream right from the system. So like, I'll give it a try. But yeah, uh, well, for one, I'm terrified that something's going to happen on camera. Like, thankfully, again, nobody's watching me. But if they were stumbling across it at that exact moment, I don't know. I'm just kind of freaked out about the whole thing. So you're not sitting there there in like the nude playing video games. No. However, my wife has walked downstairs where I'm just like, uh, you know, I don't, she may just be wearing like a robe or something. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I'm just like hitting buttons, just like pausing it and then screaming at her not to come downstairs. I have to, may need to put a sign to, Oh my God. You're gonna be like that guy whose kids walked in on the interview when he was on like television. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that's great all the more reason people need to check out your channel they have no idea what's going to happen because you don't know how to control it so I immediately break every rule <laughs> that Twitch has but I was thinking you're just like running towards the television and trying to hide it <laughs> don't look at this all of a sudden finally everyone starts showing up and watching oh this would be great but what I was thinking it was actually it made me think that you would be a perfect person for, for this kind of thing because I remember watching you play single player <laughs> games as a kid and you had running commentary while you played games and I always thought like Where's this coming from? Like, does he do this when no one else is around? Because I'm like, I'm dead quiet when I play video games. You ask. I do that now. So my kids and I will play something and I will like, they totally make fun of the game while I'm playing the yeah. game. Yeah. And the kids love it. We we, we put Fable on the other day. Mm-hmm. Remember Fable from Xbox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had that on. Yeah. I was trash talking the <laughs> shit out of Fable and my kids were dying. They were rolling around laughing because it is quite funny when you think about how they, even those single player games, the stories they created. Yeah. It's like, how dumb were we to, to like buy into these stories the way we did? And even my kids will start playing them and going, I have to go get this green rock? Like, what the fuck? Like, even they Hey, did. if you're going to blame age on movies, blame it on video games as well, because that yeah, game's yeah. like 17 years old. Yeah, yeah 100%, <laughs> right? But um, definitely fun. Oh, yeah. I, I, so, I don't know. I, I, when I, I, I start doing it, I'm like, yeah, this would be like right up your alley, because just the running commentary while playing video games. Because I do find like I'll be playing, and I'll be like, yeah. I haven't said a word in like 20 minutes. I'm like, oh my God. if anybody's actually here... Nothing. I want backstory on characters sometimes. And I, I'll make the backstory up to yeah. the game justify. Like I'm doing a quest for somebody. I need to know them. I need to know more about them. Like, why am I getting the, the teddy bear for that kid? Why the fuck? Where is their parents? Like, you're in a village where everything is about to go wrong. And why the fuck is this kid running around free willy? Uh, yeah, they so need many, an additional There's so many questions. Quest? So many questions. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, I can ask a lot of questions while I do a quest. So, yeah. yeah. I enjoy it. Now, Zelda the- is another great one. Like, what the fuck? Like, every village is, like, condemned. Every village should be condemned because every village you go into shit attacks you. Only you. They don't attack the... Why do they not attack the other villagers that yeah. live there? All of a sudden, the, the moon comes out and all of a sudden, everything comes out. Like, what the fuck? Are they just eating the and villagers every night? the Zelda ones were crazy. Like, yeah. you'd go into a town and talk to somebody and they would just say one random sentence. You're like, what is happening here? Oh, I was, I'm not getting into Nintendo games. I'm like still like the newer games. Like, that's the shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, yeah, I, I certainly certainly love it. Today I was playing uh, again. Not that you care, but I <laughs> I was playing a, uh, a game called Rush of Blood in VR because it's kind of a, a horror themed thing. But it's basically like a, a carnival ride. You're in a, a 
what do you call it? A, a mine cart kind of thing on like a roller coaster track, but you've got two guns and you're shooting at targets at the beginning. Then the just stuff goes off the rails. Cause there's like gas that gets fed in. And then you start seeing like hallucinations and stuff. So it's in VR. It's it, there's a lot of times I was screaming and it was, See, it's a good my, thing nobody nep- was home. My nephew wants VR and he's like 11. And I keep saying, I said, no, because I think, I think his dad's going to get it. And I said to him, don't. I just don't know what the motion sickness is for kids. I remember, like that's I where when, when we read it, it there was definitely 13 was age. The, it told things, you yeah, to be yeah. 13. And I started thinking about it. And then I think about how um, engaged he is when he plays like Minecraft and Fortnite yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, nah, I don't, I don't, I, I think I suppose it depends on the game. Cause there's certainly VR games that are casual and, calm and that Look, he, that would not be one of them he's somewhere crazy in Fortnite now like i watched i started playing shooter games with this kid at 11 uh just recently and i went i can't he i, I want to punch him in the face yeah because he's good yeah and then he trash talks the shit out of you when he does it so it's like when i had to play against you as a kid okay i, I just wanted to make sure that yeah. was clear yeah 100 so happy about that for you yeah. um but anyways Enjoy. and so i thought about there's no way that makes any sense to do i think he's probably just not a good idea um but uh, I'm excited because I think my uh, my youngest really wants to get a PS4 this year. So I'm slightly excited for that because I think she will really appreciate adventure style games. Like I would love to see her get into like Dragon Age and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think her mind goes there like story wise, really, really enjoys it. She likes that kind of stuff. So I think it would be cool for her to have that. My only thing is like, is everything online still now? Like is that, is, does, when you put some, like someone plays PS4 now, is it everything online based? No, I mean you could. There's definitely games that are offline. Like they're not. I think Destiny would be a good game for her to play. Destiny's too. all online. Is it all online? Never mind. It's like connected, so like people are in the world around you doing their own stuff, and they can help you and whatnot. So, but that one is, as far as I know, always online. Okay. The reason I say that is not because I think the online world is horrible. It's because I but just, it is. You know that too, but I just don't. I did don't want to get another repeater in the house for the internet for that. <laughs> that her front corner is like a black corner of the yeah. house, and so no, I, have, the, I have one up there, and it's still there are definitely offline games. Yes, yeah, the majority are probably offline games. Some fun stuff. I, I really want. I could certainly loan you games if you little want big to. planet and stuff like some yeah. fun stuff. Yeah. Like you know, trying to show her the the environment that can be fun. I mean, I know it's not PlayStation, but. Like Zelda, I, I just can't believe the kids can't get hooked on Zelda. But now I look at how outdated the system is that they have. So it's like you need, you, now you need the Switch for sure. And then if you're not hooked on Zelda from an early age, which I really think to get hooked on Zelda, kids really need to play it at the very least on the 64. I've heard good things about that. What was it Breath of the Wild one? The mm-hmm. one that was kind of like cartoony looking? Yeah. That one was supposed to be good. I think that was on the Wii, wasn't the it? Writers, yeah, the writers were always really good, though, in all yeah. the Zelda games. They never shortchanged it. But, I mean, I thought the Arcana, Arcana of Time, with Arcana, Ocarina? Ocarina of Time, that was a great, great hook-in entry point. Yeah, but people. then, again, using your argument, that's a, Jesus, what is that, 25-year-old mm-hmm. game? Are they not going to look at that and be like, what is this garbage? Uh, actually I've noticed, so the kids have played lots of games from different ranges mm-hmm. and some of the ones that they're most excited to go back and want to play. Do you know how much I have heard about wanting to go play Goldeneye since we played it? Well, it's a good thing you know somebody that has it. Yeah. But we played it on what? A 27 inch TV. Yeah. yeah. It was split screen with four people when the kids were over there. The way it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. And they, and you think for one second, I thought for one second, there's no way they're going to last on this. Absolutely hooked. Absolutely hooked. I wonder if some of that is 
the environment like they were 100%. playing with with us. I mean, we're so awesome. But they, also, and, I mean, you know, it was they're, they got they're to shoot their fun. dad in the head. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but but it's it's more fun. It's interactive expressions on top of each other, all kind of stuff. All the things that online gaming takes away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I'm certainly a proponent of couch co-op and that kind of stuff. Like God, we must have how many hours did we log in like WCW, NWO, Revenge, and WrestleMania 2000, No Mercy, all those, those. And basically, those are all the same game. It uh, was <laughs> it was exactly the same game with just different skins every time. And oh, look, it's a different wrestler. I love the engines. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's like well, fifteen polygons. I laugh because the 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 game I see that resonates really good with this age, you know, the the eleven to thirteen range is uh one that seems to be holding on is Minecraft, for example, and because they play split split screen. Mm-hmm. Right, and they interact with each other in front of each other, and that is like doing something together, and yeah. that holds up, man. Because I can't get over why they like the game so much. Because I watch that, I go, "God, this game's boring as hell." But for them, it's together at the same time. They can do stuff to each other's screen in real time with each other there, and, and I think they love it. I think a lot of companies are starting to see that. And again, I think it's because it's people our age that are now making the games, and they're like bringing back what was fun. Yeah, we loved yeah. Super Nintendo, Nintendo F Zero, F Zero Four. Yeah, and Top was, Gear. Yeah. The original Top Gear. God, oh, yeah. they went down a rabbit hole. Um, but those games, head to head, and all of a sudden, that one moment you passed each other, it was like you just swore at each other because you were so mad you passed each other. And it's a lot of actually the, the independent studios are the ones doing a lot of the couch co op because they're the ones that they're just guys like us that are making games. I think the bigger companies are focused on the online because well, there's also, more money involved in that. It's probably think. way more work too. Mm, like could, to, to yeah. make the couch co op game, I feel like. In today's technology probably can be made from someone's cell phone. Whereas now that online community is so freaking massive, right? Like this, the engines and everything they have to have to run all that and the concurrent, like you think of how many people, like you're talking about tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people at a single time playing something. And like that's you insane. have to have your, you have to have your own servers for the game that you have to have, keep those but online. There's probably whatever. buildings and cities that are just the servers for those damn things, yeah. right? Like it's server town. Yeah. I'm sure. That's the name of it. Right. <laughs> server town. I don't know. I don't know. I've run out of things to say. <laughs> My mind is what to that Simpson episode with the monorail. The monorail. <laughs> that town that made up town for the monorail. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Uh, everything leads back to the Simpsons. I, I got the kids watching the Simpsons too. They love it. Absolutely love it. The Simpsons have uh, surpassed. It's a 30 year old program. Are they going to be all right with that? Yeah, there's 30 years of it. That's true. So um, the Simpsons have passed them in terms of they watched some family guy. Mm-hmm. And Family Guy was good, but Simpsons are way better. They said way better. So, and even they saw the episode where um, Stewie and Brian and Brian owned Stewie money. I mean, <laughs> got my money, got my money. I don't find Family Guy holds up as well. Simpsons is more of a evergreen thing where you can, at least, definitely in the first chunk of it, you could put on any episode and it was solid. The newer stuff, I will admit, we watched some stuff that was within probably the last five or six years, and I'm like. Yeah, you're just holding on. You're holding on. Like Fox has a blank check going. For well, Simpsons. that's it, right? Yeah. I don't think like they've run out of things to do. I think like if they were to make an app, which I'm sure they are, they could easily populate you know countless days, days of continual streaming by The Simpsons alone. Right? I think they're they're in the states. I think there is a Simpsons app that you can get to watch all the episodes. So screw you, states. Yeah, always the better stuff. Damn right. All right. Well. 
I think we're I think we're about wrapped. Well, we just really caught. We really need to get back to the premise of uh, every episode now is just a catch up episode. Yeah, yeah, I know because we're we're so busy. We we need to get back into some organized. We're uh, so recording. important, so we're, important. We need some organized recording. Well, look, there are things that are in the works, but you know, got to wait for other things to come together, and we're busy and yada yada yada. That yada. just sounds like mythical creatures. It's true, dragons and whatnot. Excited for Star Wars at Christmas? Yeah, I'll see it. Well, I wasn't going to see Honestly, after the last one, I was like, duh, I don't know. But Oh, shut up. That trailer. Shut up. I'm not going to see it because I didn't like the last I, one. I don't own it. It's and fucking, I'll, and I'll never buy it. It's fucking Star Wars. We're going. But this this one looks like it may be on, so hopefully. Although the trailer for the last one looked kind of good, too. Anyhow. Yes, I will see it. It's 40 years of cinema coming to an end. You're fucking going. <laughs> and... Nothing ends. No, this family story. That's what they keep telling you. But come on. It is. That girl that plays Ray is still young. She's got at least another trilogy in her. I don't think so. They didn't do anything with uh, Mark Hamill back in the day. They could have kept going. He was young. Well, it took a while. I mean, I'm not saying it's happening right away. Yeah, but there's not happening. All right, fine. Definitively, Adam says Star Wars is over after this one. No, the Star Wars universe characters storyline that we know is over, as in the Skywalker storyline is over. You know, it's going to be the one thing that's going to, it's not going to piss me off, but everyone else is going to be mad about it. And I'm going to be fucking mad at them for it. Is that when they dis- they determine that they tell us that Ray is finally a Skywalker. If that's, if, 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 if that's the case and they do that and everybody's like, fucking the reading thing. I'm like, you know what? We all knew it was coming. And they just went, well, crap, you figured it out. We got to hold off on this because we we can't admit it because in our story arc, it comes out at this point and fuck. So we just got to wait and then we're going to get it there. Like if that turns out to be story arc and we get it and it was like, we fucking knew it already. It's like, well, yeah, okay, you knew it. Get the fuck over it. Like relax. Yeah, it's not like Star Wars was a mystery or a they did, yeah, they, thriller. They weren't or, trying to... It wasn't a crux of the storyline. This line. isn't an M. Night Shyamalan trilogy. Yeah, like it's oh, the red door handle. It's it's not a thing, right? So, but that that's the thing that gets me is that we're going to... People are going to bitch about that kind of shit where it's... We so... We so dragged everything out of every fucking bit of information we could find or pull out as nerds that we are that we you know sometimes ruin stuff because of that and when they originally laid out the arc and they decide when they were going to do you know ideas when they thought some of these things were going to happen and then we ruin it because we just over fucking do it it's it's our own fault that we won't be satisfied if it turns out right this is why we don't get nice things well yeah yeah, exactly it right like that's we ruin it for ourselves because the storyline is going to ultimately land at her being a Skywalker. I have a sneaking suspicion. Unless the whole theory is that Ben... ben She's a Calrissian. Or Ben... Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. Ben, Or it turns out Ben Solo is like, it's the rise of him kind of thing. But I doubt that's the case. So he's a fucking Solo. I was trying to end the episode and now we're going down the rabbit hole of what's actually happening in Star Wars. This, I was just throwing the teaser out there. like Teaser. Cause it's surprise star Wars. Cause it's three, you got three trailers out so far for it and they are really pumping the engine now a little bit more. And once we get through this, uh, Thanksgiving season, it'll be really pushing the star Wars. They trailer. don't even need to really, like, honestly, they do it though. They'd be like, Hey, guess what's coming out tomorrow? What star Wars? Holy cow. And everybody will be there. But now they do all the advanced tickets. That's what they want. Yeah. You probably buy them now. 
I have my. Oh, sorry. Sorry to mean to embarrass you on Mike. All right. All right. So the great episode. Yes. An excellent episode. If I do say so myself and I do. Uh, so you can find everything about us at happyzen.com. That includes all of our episodes, links to our social media. Uh, social media is Happy Zen Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, the Happy Zen Podcast on Facebook, I believe. You check out our friends over at uh, deadlygrounds.ca. Deadlygroundscoffee.ca. I'll get this right one of these times. Uh, use the promo code Happy Zen. H-A-P-P-Y-X-E-N at checkout for 15% off your entire order. Worth it. Believe me, all our friends are digging it, and you will be too. What the hell was that? Was that a commercial? Yeah. I, I, Is he paying us? That's your serial television genre coming out of you. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, I think we're done for now. Part of this complete daily breakfast. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs>